0: Hi everyone. I hope you're having an amazing day. You know, if you've been listening to the news recently, at least political news in the US, what you may have heard is that there was um, a Congresswoman named Liz Cheney who was serving as the chair of the House Republican Conference, which is the third um, ranking Republican position in the House of Representatives. So definitely a leadership position. And recently, her uh, her conference voted her out of that position. And here's the thing. Whether you like her politics or not, Liz Cheney serves as a great example of two very rare and elusive qualities of a leader. And by the way, if you are um, one of these politically minded people who tend to get very deeply entrenched in politics, as I go through this podcast, if you're listening to me, if you're, I'm gonna use some of the things that happened as examples. If you're gonna in your mind start thinking, well, that was right or that was wrong, you probably will miss the point of my podcast. This is not a political statement. What I want to talk about are, as I mentioned, two very rare and elusive value uh, of, of two very uh, rare and elusive qualities that really great effective leaders have. That said, um, let me give you a little bit of background to put this all into context. So as I mentioned before, Liz Cheney uh, is, uh, she's a congresswoman from Wyoming and she serves in the. US House of Representatives. She was really just elected in 2016. The platform that she got elected on was restoring America's strength and power in the world and pursuing conservative solutions to creating jobs, cutting taxes and regulations, and expanding America's energy, mining, and agricultural industries. So when you think about it, that's a platform that she ran on. Clearly, it's um, a very conservative platform. So what we know about Liz Cheney at this point is that she ran and won on a conservative platform. So let me tell you what I think these two values—oh, excuse me, these two attributes. I keep saying values because that's one of them. These two attributes that are so elusive for a leader. Honestly, at the end of the day, all effective and great leaders are guided by their values and their beliefs. That's, so that's the first one. It's, what they, it's having values and what they believe. And then the second is really courage— courage and fortitude to be able to, to, to be congruent with those values? Because here's a great question that I would have for you to think about. I'm sure everybody says, Oh, what's a big deal? Stu, everybody has values. Yeah, maybe so. But what I'd like you to start paying attention to and it doesn't have to be political uh, people. It doesn't have to be specifically hierarchy bosses and managers. But anybody anywhere that you know that claims that they, ha- they value something, they have values, go look at how often people are willing to abandon those values the minute something becomes at risk for them personally. Whether in Ms. Cheney's case, it was her leadership position as a third-ranking Republican. So yeah, you know, great leaders not only have great values that help to set the culture for the organization, set the tone, but it's their North star. It, it's what guides all of their thought processes and their decision-making going forward. And then the second very important thing, again, is that courage. And here's the thing. Um, I use a definition of courage that says, courage is not lack of fear. I'm sure that Miss Cheney has a lot of fear about a lot of things happening right now. But courage to me is being able to move forward and stick to your values and your belief. That's the fortitude part, despite any fear you may have. And that's those two things that are so um so elusive. So let's break these two things down. Let's first talk about values and beliefs. You know, there's there's I, I like to th- think that there's two types of values. One I would call the traditional values, you know, honesty, um, respect, integrity, th- those type of things, the things that just everybody everywhere should have them, right? There's another set of values. I just tend to call them operational values. These are kind of the things that Ms. Cheney ran her um, her campaign on to get to the to um, House of Representatives in 2016. Those were conservative values. The, these are operational things like um pursuing conservative solutions to create jobs, cutting taxes, regulation, cutting taxes and regulations, expanding America's energy and mining and agricultural industries, right? These are, I call these operational values. And here's the thing about operational values. To me, they are just ways things can be accomplished. Now clearly, on the opposite end of the spectrum, liberals will have very different operational values. It could very well be completely the opposite of all of these things. Don't cut taxes, but increase taxes. Don't cut regulation, but increase re- regulation. So, it, you know, I'm not gonna sit here and get into a debate about which set of operational values are right conservatives or liberals. That's, you know, that's for each person to decide. But what's more telling are these traditional values. Now, when you go look at some of the things that really were the catalyst to getting Ms. Cheney kicked out, um, just historically, and I and I'll I'll make it brief if you don't follow politics at all, um, the former president of the United States was saying one thing about the 2020 election and Ms. Cheney believed that those things weren't true. Uh, and so at the end of the day, and and honestly, uh, you know, depending on who you ask, probably a lot of people would say that would characterize what the former president was saying were probably also not true to, you know, I'm not going to talk about diehard supporters, but I think um, reasonable people could see where somebody would say, yeah, those things aren't true and perpetuating those untruths would be very damaging to the country, the people, et cetera, and so forth, and so on. So one of the things that Ms. Cheney has said time and time and time again is that she will not stand for what she calls lies. She will not participate in those lies. Now, when you look at that, what it would suggest then is that everybody else who lined up on the other side with the former president did abandon their value around seeking the truth for whatever gain they think they would get by aligning with the president. So again, and again, I'm not here to debate with you whether what he said was true or wasn't true. Both parties believe they're right. My point is that these traditional values are monumentally important. When you think about it, From a long-term perspective, I think if you look at someone's integrity, would you rather align yourself with someone who you know values honesty and truth, or would you rather align yourself with somebody who may conveniently today believe what you believe, but in the back of your mind, you know they kind of fibbed a little bit to kind of get a square peg to fit in a round hole, so to speak. So that's one of the the traditional values that Ms. Cheney has talked about recently, which is, you know, standing for the truth and what's true. Because here's the thing today it's one set of truths. Five years, ten years, twenty years from now, you want people to 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 operate from a basis of truth. So that's one. The second thing that I think another traditional value that I think that it's it's a very strong value is valuing the rule of law. And this country was founded and established and all of you know anybody who loves this country will tell you that they love and respect this notion of rule of law. And again, the Constitution of the United States is the supreme law of the land. So therefore, If you truly love this country, if you truly, and by the way, every member of Congress took an oath to support and defend, not the country, not not the land borders that we call the United States. Every member in our government takes an oath to support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. So this notion that you stand for the ideas and the ideals that are represented in the Constitution is what she's saying that she stands for, and she goes on to talk about some uh, events that happened in early January where the former president wanted the vice president to do something that, and this is factual. It, it was it it was the vice president did not have the power to do what the former president wanted him to do and in fact the vice president didn't do that and and history will show that he is now not aligned with the president so again you have people that have very strong values and people that are willing to to stand by those values, regardless of personal law. So because of basically these two things, Ms. Cheney holding to her guns about, uh, yeah, no pun intended there, because she is a conservative, she does also believe in the Second Amendment, um, you know, holding to her beliefs, values and her beliefs about speaking the truth and operating under rule of law, this is what lost her the third ranking Republican position in the house of representatives. She lost it and she knew she was going to lose it. And here's the thing. She didn't the morning that she lost it. She didn't even try to debate it because I am sure she felt very comfortable that she stood for truth and rule of law. And that was the right thing to do. So when you go through and you look at leaders, and, and and leaders, again, I've said in this podcast before, leaders aren't just people, managers and directors and VPs and corporations. You have leaders at every level of the organization. How many people do you know in a leadership position even has a value that's clearly stated? Look, whether you agree with her operational values or not, or even her traditional values, for that matter. I guess some people don't care about truth-telling or, or whatever. But whether you agree with them or not, one thing is very, very clear. What she stands for is very clear, and that's my point that I'm trying to make in this podcast. I'm not trying to get you guys to align with Liz Cheney. What I'm trying to communicate is that the, the, the need to have values— And the need to have the fortitude and the courage to stand by those when things get tough, that's what I'm trying to say is so important. And with Ms. Cheney, you know what her values are. They're all conservative values. It's about pursuing America's strength and power in the world. She believes in a strong military, right? You don't have to agree with that, but at least you know where she, what she stands for. Pursuing conservative solutions to creating jobs, cutting taxes and regulations, expanding America's energy mining and agricultural industries. You know that's what she stands for. Again, not asking you to agree or disagree, but at least you know what she stands for. She stands for the truth and she stands for rule of law. So that's one thing you have to have as a leader. It's clear values that everybody understands because these are the North star for the organization. If you want to align with her, at least you know what she stands for. Now, the second thing that she stands for is beautiful because it shows she will continue to be congruent with those values. And that is this courage she has to hold to these values, despite the risk to her, the loss to her of losing her very important leadership position as the House Republican Conference chair, which is the third highest Republican position in the House of Representatives. So what you know about this person at this point is no matter what happens when the tough when going gets tough you know she will stand up to what she believes is the truth and she will be congruent to her values, her conservative values. So that's really the message today, guys. Again, I just used that as an example because it's one of the very few examples today where you can see a leader take a personal loss because they're standing by their values. It's... Go look around. Go start looking around at people in your organization or people that you come in contact with. How many people do you really even understand what they stand for, what their values are? And if you do find out what those values are, how many people do you know truly stick with their values when something personal becomes at stake? So that's really the message for this podcast, guys. Um, What you can learn from Liz Cheney as a leader is... To have clear values and beliefs that are going to guide your thought processes and your decisions. And then have the courage and the fortitude to stick with those values and beliefs. Nobody can take that away from you. I hope you enjoyed this chat. If you did, please subscribe. And if you know someone else who may like these types of chats, please share the podcast with them as well. Thanks for listening.